Hey guys, it's Don down in San Antonio. I got Big Chuck up on the West Coast. We are Bud Really. All right. Hey, Don. Yes, sir. Man, how's it going? It's going great, Chuck. How are you doing, my friend? Ah, uh, well, I saw the sunshine today for the first time in like I don't know, a week <laughs> and a half, maybe two. So feeling pretty good today, actually. Yeah, I heard you guys had some pretty bad weather up there. Yeah, we yeah, it's been raining nonstop. That, there was a river that overflowed. I I don't know exactly where. Um, I got relatives in uh in Washington. Like where we're at, it doesn't really impact us. Um, but my relatives where we left are down in kind of a valley. And so those, and some of them are by a little lake, and the lake is up, and the, it floods out the roads periodically. It flooded out last year, so it's probably going to flood out this year. And when it does that, you know, it keeps people trapped in their homes because you can't go, you can't go anywhere, do anything, uh, more so than just COVID. So, but wow. anyway, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's, that's just seasonal. Days. It's not. It's not. I mean, it's it may like the worsening of it, gradual worsening of it, is probably like somewhat related to our whole climate change thing. But generally, but it's it's pretty seasonal too. Well, the effects are more grave because I know we've been a lot drier, and now getting a ton of rain affects. You know, I know at least for the California West Coast part. Uh, how dry and all the fires and now they're getting a ton of mudslides and they're crossing their fingers even though they need the rain yeah they're in like a 30-year historic drought or i think all that the whole area has, uh and i want to say we touched a little bit on that when we were talking about uh the colorado river yeah yeah, yeah. so one of those Dude, it's weird um people don't think i i people don't think about it but having grown up in like some of those sandy air places what happens when it rains is is the rain will like rapidly soak the top like inch or two of of sand and then after that you're just you're building up like for a flood or you're it doesn't it basically creates a barrier and the water all kind of sits on top of that um it's, it's yeah so they flood pretty fast and at least where i grew up in in the midwest and I mean, here now, I live over San Antonio where all of our water, well, I mean, we, you know, we definitely have high water crossings all the time, but we have a, uh, what is it called? Where it drips down into, that's where we get ma- most of our water. Oh, an, um, an aqueduct? It's not an aqueduct. It's like an underground basin. I forget exactly. Oh, okay. But that's where we get most of all of our water, so... Um, Oh, interesting. Those things, yeah, yeah, it goes through limestone and it's filtered and it naturally, you know, and it's uh, nice. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but we do. It's an aquifer. Aquifer, okay. So like an aqueduct, but not really, not man-made. Well, an aqueduct is a way. So we have one of the first ones built in the United States, right next to my home. That was built by the Franciscan monks but that's a way an aqueduct is kind of like a canal that transport water in a certain direction for irrigation ah okay hence the duct part of it that makes sense duct, yeah i think the romans invented it way back when before running water actually was a thing yeah. right on right. right on i think we wanted to hit on uh abortion 
Well, definitely abortion. Um, Rittenhouse? Yeah, but, Hello? Definitely Kyle Rittenhouse. I mean, uh, that's been going on all week in the news. Uh, big news. Uh, um, they're... Um, I'm trying to think of how we can segue into this, but, you know, growing up, uh, you know, Christian, I would say, uh, I didn't realize there were other sects of Christian. I just thought we were the only one, but there's uh, like a hundred different, uh, from your Methodist to your Baptist, to your Pentecostal, to your, um, I, I would even say Latter-day Saints, which are the Mormons. Uh, you have your Advent Seventh Day Adventists, which are you know actually believe a lot in uh, like a vegetarian lifestyle. You would freak out, but the guy that invented Quaker Oats kind of like founded that church. Oh, interesting. Hmm. And then there's also the Quakers. <laughs> yeah. Can you guys see me and hear me? Oh, can hear you now. Okay, I was just kind of sitting there because. Oh, Miss Christina, I didn't know you were there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't normally. Yeah, you normally you don't say Miss Robinson, but it didn't. I was like, oh no, I didn't even realize you were there. <laughs> I'm so sorry, <laughs> guys. This is Miss Christina from the East Coast, <laughs> and we are, but really. <laughs> Uh, what's up? I, I've heard things about aquifers and aqueducts. And... We just started. We were talking about uh, weather and how he's been getting a ton of rain up there. And, and then Ditto. haven't even got into anything. We were literally just saying, what should we start talking about? A little, uh, you know, about the abortions, about uh, um, the Kyle Rittenhouse case, because that's you know, that's the main thing I've seen in the news right now. Um, and it's been driving me crazy. I was like, I can't believe how um, a, I, I can't even believe how it's even in question. I, I, I know because I've seen this happen before. If uh, someone's driving without a license and a licensed driver crashes into them and die, it's the person without the license fault because they should have never been behind the wheel. True. So if a 17-year-old kid that doesn't live in that state doesn't have a license, isn't registered to that gun, shouldn't be carrying it in the first place, shouldn't even have crossed those state lines, even though his parents brought him. But, you know, he put himself in that situation. So we shouldn't even, you know, like, man. <laughs> you know I, 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 here's the thing, and this is one of those things I'd like to, 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 to point out that has been pointed out online, but um, so Cal, Cal Rittenhouse at the time that he committed the murders was a minor. His mother drove him across state lines. Is that true? One of his parents. I'm not sure who, but yes. And I'm assuming you didn't have a gun in your car, especially a gun the size that he was walking around with and didn't know the gun was in the car. He purchased it legally there in. Um, not in the state that he. Well, 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 hold, hold on. Not, he, he didn't buy it. So his it was his uh, 
uh, stepfather, I think, or his father. Uh, it's either his father or stepfather. No, it was his buddy. It was a buddy of his. Oh, an older buddy. Yeah, he was on the stand. It was a, he was on the stand. And they said, you know, what was his intent? How did he seem when, Mm -hmm. you know, he bought the gun from you, which is legal in Wisconsin, I guess. So your parent, your parent drove, you have a parent who drove a minor to a different state with a gun in the car and dropped them off at a, I don't even care what you want to call it. Riot protests. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, we already know I'm in the firm. It was a protest camp, but don't care what you want to call it, right? Or protest. You tell me some circumstance where a black parent could have done that and the black parent would not also be on trial with a gun, right? With, with like, you over drop your rounds. minor child across state lines with a gun in the middle of a protest. How is this anything but parental negligence? Well, uh, I, I'm not going <laughs> to. You know how I feel, but uh, keeping how I feel out of it for now. The argument that was being made, or at least was that was covered on, uh, I was listening to, was it, it was either NPR or the local news uh, the other day. Um, and he apparently had met somebody, he and his friend had met somebody who was, Bit complaining about their automobiles that run, runs a uh, like an auto dealership. Automotive shop. Yeah. And so they were like, hey, uh, these guys are like, these protesters are really close. We don't want them to damage all of our stuff. And so he and his buddy were like, hey, that's no problem. We can go out there and hang out and protect your establishment. And so that's what they had started, or that was the initial plan was they were apparently going to go and sit on the roof of the building or somewhere in the vicinity well, one of them actually did and keep people out make it better as a parent this is your minor child you brought them across state lines with a gun that is not legal <coughs> in the state that you brought them to to protect some your minor child to protect somebody's property what well, well, well in court he said he was there to render medical aid he can't render medical aid. Even <laughs> legally, he's under him. the age of eighteen. There's video of him, and someone says, "Hey, you're a licensed paramedic, right?" And he's like, "Yes, yes, I am." And he turns around and says it. But yeah. it doesn't. His mother knows he's not legally able to say that or do that. Once again, as a parent, you put your child in this situation, and I am not trying to say. Kyle Rittenhouse should not be legally charged, prosecuted, and receive whatever punishment for what he has done. But why isn't his parent on trial also? Why? Well, is it, it would be what, assistant, <laughs> assistant it homicide? It is literally child endangerment. You put your child in a situation that could not have gone any other way but dangerous. If well, I, I left my why. child in a house, if I left my child in a house, if I left my child in a house with a gun that was not locked up and the child thought they heard an intruder and one child shot another child, what do I get charged with? Even if the children were like 16, what do I get charged with? Yeah. Well, man, am I, I, don't I left a loaded how... gun in the house with a bunch of minors. You, you know, I don't understand how that could be dangerous. 
The gun's not intended to shoot. The gun's not intended to shoot minors, ma'am. But that it it is mind-boggling to me how much as a society we are willing to give. This woman would not be given the benefit of a doubt if she was a black mother and that was a black son. The Man, I agree. I agree. I agree with you one hundred percent. I think I talked to I think we I texted Chuck. I was like, dude, they're setting a precedent where it's okay to be a white Christian Republican. You can kill Dems. You can kill black people, brown people at will right now. Actually, it's well, uh, going to walk. He's going to walk. I saw somewhere that something like 60 percent of Republicans actually think it's their job to. Um, oh, he's going to walk. I'm 100 I'm percent sure of that. His parents are never going to face consequences for their bad choices. He's going to walk. Um, but I, I saw somewhere, to be fair, let, let's, let's call space. Again, this is a our country problem because we have 60% of Republicans who think it's their job to protect our their society because they don't even think it's our society, their society. Oh, yeah. People like us, quite frankly. So I know I sent Chuck the video, but I didn't send it to you, ma'am. But in Corpus Christi recently, uh, football players from a small town, uh, 30 minutes away from uh, Corpus Christi, dressed up like KKK in white cloaks and hoods and beat up five different random black people and still played Friday night in the big game, in the homecoming game. And the school said, well, that happened outside of school. We can't punish them. Well, you know, they're young. We don't want to ruin their lives for being racist and assaulting people. <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> you know, they're just youth. They made a bad decision. We got to give them the benefit of the doubt. That's the point, right? They always get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I mean, they do in this case. Everything about this case is so shocking. The judge saying... You know, you can't call them victims. You know, the victims that got murdered, shot at, killed by this crazy young little kid, and he's fucking crazy. And he went there with a gun. His excuse is, well, I had it because I thought I wasn't going to need it. You should have had it in the first place. It was not yours. And you could not legally own it because even in Wisconsin, if I'm not mistaken, you're not allowed. You can't to legally own it, but you can purchase it. But I don't yeah. think you can be in public with an assault rifle if you're not 18. You can legally purchase a gun, a oh, assault rifle at, at 17. 17. Oh God, there's a whole nother issue. Okay. And the drinking age <laughs> is 18 in Wisconsin as well. I mean, I don't care about the drinking age thing. You want me to be honest with you? I actually think we're a little too puritanical about the drinking age thing, um, especially because uh, apparently you can buy an assault weapon well, at 17. This is, so, so this is what it is. about the drinking age. Okay. Now, now, ma'am, now, so he can't go to Walmart and purchase uh, a gun, but he can buy it on you know, you're allowed to sell your weapons and there's no enforcement yeah. of who you sell it to. That's the gun show loophole is what you're talking about. And it's so, a private yeah, sales. So you really can buy it through that gun show loophole. And that's what's going on now. And every time we try to close it, there's this huge, oh, we're taking our guns thing. Stunning. Absolutely stunning. Yep. yep. I can't, and I can't 
sell my car to an unlicensed driver and not have a problem. But my gun, sure, no problem. Right. (laughs) You know, it's even more interesting because apparently a vehicle is a deadly weapon if you ask police forces. (laughs) So I'm just not really sure where the line is. Like uh, one, you can sell one deadly, this type of deadly weapon, but you can't sell the other type of deadly weapon. The logic behind all of this is absolutely stunning. I need a democratic governor to outlaw assault rifles and make it legal for any citizen in the United States to <laughs> pull a Texas law on their ass. If you're found with an assault rifle, make outlaw assault rifles. I need a you know democratic governor in that state, and then he can make it legal for any citizen who knows about someone. That has an assault rifle to report that he <laughs> just like fucking rape, uh, rapes, abortions. Yeah, yeah, that's what we need. That's what, actually I was thinking that the other day. I mean, that would that would be that's like why that. they're going to repeal this abortion law because we're opening Pandora's box to make it really easy. So the next time Dems get in power, well, now oh, we know how to do it. Well, in, te- in Texas, <laughs> in Texas, <laughs> what is that going to happen? That's not going to happen. Second. <laughs> Um, not in Texas, not in Texas. Um, but second off, we don't do that, do we? That's the point, right? We we are trying to play political civility as uh, Democrats while they're playing political power. That's true. This week, Jen Psaki's first week back from, you know, she had coronavirus. She's the president's uh, spokesperson. Uh, and someone asked her like and it wasn't fox news it was like nbc or abc or someone was like uh biden said he was going to unite the parties bring the the soul of the nation together but the republicans are chanting let's go brandon you know is he doing enough could he do more (laughs) that's the most idiotic question i've ever heard and if you don't know, last week I mentioned it, but I guess, you know, but it's, you know, that means fuck Joe Biden. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you want Joe Biden to do more because they're fucking chanting. No, those motherfuckers don't even want to come to the table doing something that's actually going to benefit their constituents and the United States as a whole is evil to them passing this bill. I, I don't understand. And unless you worship at the throne of Donald Trump, you know, a golden toilet. Uh, you're the devil, and you're a dem, and you're a rhino. I'd like somebody to explain to me the last time a Republican was asked, "Are you doing enough to unite the parties?" I'd like somebody hmm. to explain to me the last time a, a Republican has been asked that. Oh, Cancun Cruz is. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I would love to see that. I would, I would love to see it. Like, I would have loved to see anybody. Did anybody even ask like Trump that question when he was in office? I mean, foregone conclusion is, of course, he wasn't doing anything. <laughs> so maybe nobody bothered. <laughs> but yeah, we definitely, definitely do. Uh, the Democrats definitely do play the more civil game, but the, it's, it's kind of a problem. Well, I respect though. them for it, but dude, I mean. There has oh. to be some accountability because on the Republican side, there is none. Right. And, and we, we as Democrats, we're just going to wait until they actually hang someone? 
What, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Don, and and this is what this is what's been bothering me lately. All right, let's say now there are some. Don't get me wrong. We the, the Democrats need to play hardball a lot more, but at some point, playing hardball. If both sides are playing hardball, then what that ultimately leads to is is like chaos, right? Because we don't have a rule of law. I mean, that's that's what it amounts to, because you don't know what the next what what's going to happen next. Like if all if 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 this stuff keeps happening, if the Republicans were doing the same crap that the that or if the Democrats were doing the same pulling the same crap that the Republicans are happening are doing, uh, there's zero, there's no governance. What's that? I'm saying I'm not saying I want to stoop to their level. We need to hold these motherfuckers accountable. I, I agree with that. But it's got it's got it. It always it comes back to the people. The people need to hold the Republicans accountable because the people are the only people that can do it. The Democrats, the Democrats can't. You have Democrats too much faith in the people. The people have to. The people are the only people that can. The people. The people are the only body that can hold the Republicans accountable. And if they're not willing to do it, there's nothing the Democrats can do about that. That's not going to. Literally, there's nothing that the Democrats can do about holding the Republicans accountable. I mean, you've well, seen it play out over and over again. We try to bring people to, to, to testify in some of these committees and they just don't show up. You know, this stuff. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to agree with him on that. We, we like to, to um, I love the fact that we blame the media for making sensationalized he- headlines. I love the fact that we blame politicians for um, running the government the way that they do. I love the fact that we, we, we point as a country, we point fingers out at everyone else. It is very rare that we take a very critical look at our society and make the decision. We are the problem. Less than, what, what is the percentage of people who vote in every election? Forget a presidential election. Go look at a normal election. What's a lot, what, what are percentages of people who actually vote during normal elections? What are the percentages like? I can't force those. You know, like, but that's and the point. My, I my, can't force it. No one can. And the truth of the matter is, when you have people who keep re-electing um, Turtleneck, what's his name? <laughs> McConnell. Zach is definitely point my finger and blame the Dems because the Dems are the ones that don't go out and vote besides me and my wife. But that's the point. It's not the politicians who are not voting. It is the people. It is the people who would rather fight with you about being a moderate and being middle of the road in our political system than, than realizing when you don't provide health care, it's problematic. When you provide subpar education, it's problematic. <laughs> You'd rather damn the Dems than provide your child with a decent education and decent medical coverage, that's on you. That's on you. You hate people in a society that much that you're willing to forego good medical coverage and good education? Because they you literally proved them? it. They li- every Republican fucking, you know, re- like, uh, you know, they literally prove that to me. They don't. They're not willing to come to the table. This, I hate to say it, it's going to break Chuck's heart, but this democracy is a sham. It's not working. 
I mean, it's working. It's just working really poorly, but it's working. <laughs> it's limping along. 56% is the number for 2008 presidential elections. Just so we're clear. But what about what about non presidential years? Oh, I I would I don't even know. <laughs> I, it's not fifty six percent. Like it's nowhere near fifty six. Thirty six probably. Yeah, it's got, it got yeah, it's got to be lower than four, almost probably forty thirties somewhere. And, in there. I mean, I get it. Everyone works, and dude, there's an election here all the fucking time, and sometimes I'll miss one. I'm like, oh man, what the hell? Can I? Can, but here's a question. Here's something that Dems, the Democrats can do. Why don't we make November uh, the first, the whatever, the a first holiday. Tuesday in November a national holiday? So it's a very simple. Can't the simple, president do that without like a whole lot of input? Yes. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. That they can do. <laughs> well, no, no, hell no, no, no. The Republicans would never let that fly. They don't get a choice. Like the na- president can declare national holidays. If he can, doesn't do it within the next ten months, he won't have the chance. It may have to be ratified. Let me check. I, on I will put money down that Republicans are going to take over big in twenty twenty two. But you have you have a situation where, at least in my head, we are the problem. America, this idea of American exceptionalism, Americans. Uh, and their ideas and I, their ideals being exceptional is nonsense. It's hey, nonsense. Yes, I agree. Quick correction. No, the president cannot. The president can only sign the laws that the Congress gives him to make declare national holidays. All right, continue. But it, it, this is our problem is this idea of American exceptionalism is. So we need to get Congress to pass that and then the president can sign that into. Yeah, and that's that's never gonna happen. But even 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 small stuff like, um, but they're not even they're not even attempting to because you know how simple a message is it is to say uh, we want to make November whatever the first uh, Tuesday in November a national holiday. Let them argue. Let the Republicans argue about why they have a valid reason for hating that idea, because there's literally only one argument for that. Well, that just undoes all our dang old <laughs> everything. <laughs> well, right there's only there's only one reasonable argument. I mean, there's there's not even a reasonable argument against it. But I mean, as, as we've seen and we've talked about here, I mean, reason has very little to do with arguments that the Republicans make about the things that are going on in Congress. So I have no doubt they'll come up with some something to solidify their forces against it. But yeah, it'd be great to put them in that position, though. Make them do that. Make them spend their time coming out with bullshit reasons why we can't do that. I agree. And hopefully the media will ask them the tough questions. Like, so really, you're again? <laughs> <laughs> why do you hate babies? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's two things there. Well, one thing I watched was, um, it must have been a video by Jimmy Kimmel. He does the talk show. Um, and he went I want around. to come back to exceptionalism after this, Don. Just uh, go ahead. No problem. He went around, uh, you know, in L.A. maybe. And uh, showed people actual footage of Lo- uh, Lauren Boebert. I had a, I had my fourth baby in the truck of my car. I, who needs? I can't handle two months of maternity leave. I got things to do. All crazy shit. And he was like, "This is a skit from SNL. Do you think they went too far?" Everyone was like, "Yeah, that's crazy. Like, oh my goodness." 
oh well how would you feel if that's actually her and they're like is that yep sure enough it's actually her insane what the shit that comes out of these people's uh, mm, mouth yeah and then one other thing is uh, was Christine and I were talking about Sesame Street well SNL did a parody yeah. there <laughs> this weekend and I saw it online holy crap man explain it explain it dude it is everything me and her were talking I was like wait till they find out about Bert and Ernie and dude Bert and Ernie show up Oh my God, Miss Christina, you have to see it. Like, me and Christina were texting back. I was just like, these motherfuckers. Like, dude, I can't believe all this crap. And they 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 nailed that one. I was just like, oh my goodness, it was pretty hilarious. It's uh, Ted Cruz Street now. <laughs> it's just it's just oh my oh I. I I meant to tell you, I was like, you know, just, I think I, I saw it uh, this morning. So I was like, oh, man, that is right on. Sorry, go ahead, Chuck. I get, I get the highlights, but I have, I've not looked at it yet. That's, I'm going to do that this afternoon. <laughs> Five um, minute little skin <laughs> roll. I was just like, this is everything. Christina and I. <laughs> so, so exceptionalism, um, that was, that's a valid freaking point right there. Because if you're doing everything better than everybody else, then why are you going to listen to anybody else? And you know who's got exceptionalism worse than america texas texas has some of the worst exceptionalism that i've ever seen anywhere in the united states that's it's ridiculous this whole patriotic thing that 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 you've got going on on the national level yeah sure that's great but you want to talk about like you want to take that and like multiply it by 10 and then you get what it's like living in texas and i at least it was when i when i was there (laughs) i don't know if that's changed a lot but um, but my, 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 but I, I'm saying that I agree. The exceptionalism is bad, and, and it's not just bad for the reasons. It's bad. The principal reason that I hate exceptionalism is because it complete it. It convinces you not to look at the problems and try to solve them, which I think is what you were trying to say a little bit, Christine. I don't want to put words in your mouth, though. No, that's it. <laughs> and I agree. I agree. I remember two years ago. Ted Cruz talking smack to California about their uh, electric grid and how they were doing rolling blackouts when uh, in the middle of the summer and people couldn't get air conditioner and blah, blah, blah. But like Chuck said, you know, dude, Texas, we think, dude, we're, you know, we do it right. (laughs) Don't mess with Texas unless you're Ted Cruz. But anyways, (laughs) and, and then look at what happened when we had two days of cold weather. We crumbled and this is all, and somehow they try to blame it on the Green New Deal and AOC. <laughs> I know, isn't that funny? That shit hasn't even <laughs> happened yet. Okay, and then they wanted to blame it on wind and it's like, we get less than 10% of all our power from wind. So shut the fuck up. Now, dude, they want to blame the... Um, the shortage, this crisis, this fucking, uh, what's it called? The grocery short. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. Is yeah. I don't know if there's a name for it yet, but, I, but the fact that we're having to pay exorbitant prices for a lot of stuff in grocery stores. Yes. And inflation. And they're saying all this inflation, dude, I, trust me. I've watched it five days in a row on TV here in Texas. This is Joe Biden's plan. It's like, bitch, he hasn't even signed that shit yet. Right. How is this inflation his plan? Like, they're, dude, the Republicans are already pouncing. You see, we told you they're going to pass that crazy bill and everything's going to go through the roof. 
And it's like, motherfucker, this is how, because how you guys mishandled coronavirus, these are your fucking Chinese embargoes that have raised prices, like, mm-hmm. among but, other, and COVID, but yeah. But, and COVID. There's but no- Trump's, Trump's embargoes, you know, shipping and all that, you know, like. We're seeing it, what we're saying? Understand, though, that there's no, and this is one of those things. We all agree. The Democrats need to do better with messaging. Hands down, no argument there. Um, But once again, let's have a real conversation about the fact that we could be genius messengers and people who have decided that they want to be absurd are going to be absurd. There are literally people who believe that... um, Obama handled Hurricane Katrina poorly. Wow. Wow. (laughs) There's no amount of messaging that's going to undo that level of um, I'm trying to be nice, so I'm not going to say the word that's in my head right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I bet I know what word you're thinking, but go ahead. (laughs) You're probably pretty close. You're probably pretty close. But there's no amount of messaging that's going to undo that. There's no amount of messaging that's going to undo them telling them that uh, the cost of groceries going up is due to Joe Biden's infrastructure plan. Um, That plan hasn't even been implemented. How on earth would that have anything to do with the current inflation? Do people Um, here believe it? But that's the point. I, they could message Dems could message themselves so they're blue in the face. It would not make a difference for those people. It's it's there are people who have determined. I think it would because the middle class and the Texans, the independents, the little swing, the people that are on the edge, you know, Dems don't even talk to us. I wouldn't be informed if, unless I have to go out and get informed, ma'am. But I could just be a brain dead Republican all day. But that's, turn on the TV, and that's, that's what they do. And they hear it, and it's pumped down their throats. Like, you know, I'm so sorry, but Democratic Party needs to get their fucking head out of the clouds because they're going to be taken over, and it's not going to go good. Like. But that's the everything I see is I see us mounting to a civil war before the next presidency. Shit's gonna get crazy. These people are already ready to start attacking. But that's the point, though. Like it, it you you said you know the, you, they're they're putting it you know they're forcing it down their throat. They're not forcing it. That's the point. These people are going and looking for this nonsense. They're going and looking for. It. And I'm not saying yes. Dems do need to message better. Yes, but there are certain or at all because I don't see any message here. I mean, we are not their target audience, and you could—I guarantee you—if you ask ten people, nine of them would not know anything that's in that plan. Besides, they're going to raise my taxes. But what what platform? What platform in your head? Because the message is out there. What's in that plan is out there. What platform do you suspect that they would put that message out there and it would make a bit of difference? A TV commercial. Fox, Fox, Fox News. That's the point. <laughs> you got to get it on Fox News. Then, you get, then they'll pay attention. 
But that's the point. I actually have seen TV commercials on whatever political things. I have too. I but mean, I see point. political they things, are... but I never see anything leftist, like, ever. We're not their target audience, so they don't waste money down here. But I am lucky not... enough to be in a democratic city where we vote democratically, sensibly, because of how many people live here. And I know we've gotten into this conversation a million times, but as a whole, the small, you know, like we're the grasshoppers, we're the big cities and the little ants around us, they, you know, they control and it's all Republican. Everything rural is Republican. And we were doing a good job of chipping away, but the way things sit now, Republicans aren't letting that stand. They, Demi, they jerry-rigged everything. We literally lost a very key seat here in Bear County. Uh, one of the House seats, and it was been Democratic for you know the last twelve years, and now it's Republican. Everything. Uh, I mean, I know for a fact that our city, uh, Dallas, Houston. The only city, major, big city that has turned was Fort Worth, and they turned red like this last round, but that'll be so rare. But Texas as a whole, we were so close to being... Donna, you're a little tinny right now. Do you hear me? We hear you. You're just very tinny. Yeah. Um... Want to rejoin? Yes, that's exactly what I'll do. Okay, you guys go ahead. All right. What's up, Christina? What are we trying to say? And say something really bad about him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Now's your chance. <laughs> uh, no, I, I just, I, I, I have, I think there are a lot of people who have grown up in a country, and this is, this might be, to be fair, I'm going to be honest, I'm a pessimist in case anybody hadn't figured that out by now. Um, I'm a bit of a pessimist when it comes to certain things. And part of that is, is I grew up in a country that quite frankly does not like me. I'm a minority and I'm a woman and it has been made clear from a very young age to me that this country was not made for me. And so it's really hard to be optimistic because stuff that other people are just noticing and saying stuff like, this is not the country I know. I, I often look at them and go, nope, this is exactly the country I know. <laughs> uh, so you're catching up now, guys. All right, good. <laughs> well, congratulations. Welcome. Join me. Um, but that's the point is I have, I've grown up in a country where people are intentionally misinformed. When I still have people, and, and we're not even talking about like um, flag-waving uh, conservative Republicans. When I have people who I know who are liberal, who will consider themselves leftists, arguing with me that the Civil War was, was more about states' rights than slavery and this is a simple <laughs> point yep i have people who will argue me down who are leftist uh liberal people 
who argue me down on that point when quite frankly, the answer to that question is literally in the articles of secession for most of the states that seceded from the nation during that time period. Oh yeah. The answer yeah. is in those articles of secession. And it's not even like it's it's vague or they're not, yeah, they're not trying to hide it. Not at that time. They were like, yeah, okay, slavery. <laughs> and these are and these are things that you can get online. You can literally go online, type it in articles of secession and go state by state and read through it. And it's not actually that hard to interpret what they're saying and yet i have people who argue with me and that tells me two things we have spent how long has it been since slavery over a century propagandizing all of this to the point where even people who would be inclined to believe the opposite believe exactly what we've been stuffing down people's throats for over a century and they will gladly believe it because it is a less complicated truth they would gladly believe that all of our forefathers were great men because they don't really want to discuss the fact that these men had slaves they would gladly believe the stuff that the republicans are putting out because it is in line with everything else they believe already that we have been putting out there as, and let me be clear, as propaganda for a very long time. Yep. You, have you heard the new stuff? Oh, no. oh God, there's more? <laughs> well, it has to do with Trump and everything right now. Everyone here is saying it. You have to stop looking back if we want to move forward. So we have to uh. stop <laughs> Uh, okay, so this is you where the, see, I'm deep mm. red over here. Like I, I'm in it, guys. I'm <laughs> dude, I, no, well, it's it's not just there though. Like I, I get in, I get in conversations with people online about who start off arguing about the historical precedence of this or that, and then as soon as you bring up something that they're uncomfortable with, they're like, oh well, the past doesn't really matter anyway. We have to focus on the present, and it's just you're just taking it to a whole. They're just actually you're actually saying those words <laughs> um, and they, they, it took a while for, so yeah, I mean, and people would much rather forget the past. Of They're course. The white part out loud, man. Right? That's yeah, exactly. The about it, you know, like they didn't know we can't teach that. We have to keep, you know, protect the innocence of the kids. Cause that's important that we not teach them. Could you imagine Sorry. going to Germany and telling Germans they shouldn't be teaching um, students about Nazis? Right. We should be, they should be teaching. That never happened, man. That's just, That's just a movie called Schindler's List. <laughs> you know what? I'm having I'm having trouble with that because there are people out there that are saying that type of shit right now and actually meaning it. Yeah, most of them are in this country. <laughs> That's the sad part. Mm -hmm. But that <clears throat> already aligns with everything that these people are inclined to believe already in line with what they've been uh, put, what has been pushed on them since childhood. These ideas of American exceptionalism, this, these ideas that um, we have to teach um, history uh, untainted by the stain of the truth um, has already been pushed on them. These ideas that anybody who says or believes differently than you is horrible like 
these are like how can i tell you one of my largest pet peeves hearing somebody say is people who say i'm oh i don't see color i'm colorblind yes you do <laughs> like stop mm -hmm. but they have been taught that if i say this that means it's the truth which means i'm not a racist and the other people are the problem why do you <laughs> so easy for fox um, i so can't well. be racist I have one black friend. Sorry, Chuck. It's whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, I can't be racist. <laughs> Sorry, Chuck. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Hey, I, I, I can't. Friend. Wait, wait, Don. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't be racist because I'm half black. <laughs> no. <laughs> That you're not my black, like you're not my friend. <laughs> that was my joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Never mind. <laughs> it was two jokes in one. Nice, nice. No, we do have a problem, right? We we do have that. I mean, we have we have a lot of stuff to overcome. There's there's some positive positive stuff that's going on right now, um, and I just I I want people to have options to understand what's out there. Like we've been talking about abortion for a long time here. Uh, it's kind of pivoting just, a, just a, a smidge. And we've talked about the like religious right and all that stuff. But did you know <laughs> that there are actually quite a number of religious organizations that are pro-choice and are actually doing something about it? Oh, nice. Yeah, there are That's definitely- That's what I told him. I, I, I didn't grow up, I grew up in the hardcore you know, no abortion, it's murder, you know, um, so, I, you know, not till recently, I know my uncle is a part of a congregation that is uh, all accepting, all inclusive is what it is, because he's gay. So, and I guess it's a part of the Catholic Church, that's what my, my mother told me, but, you know, they're all, you know, abortion, LGBTQ, whatever it may be, they're all inclusive. That's what it is. Yeah. And I have not experienced that personally uh, until recently. Yep. Yeah. So it's like uh, something. So the numbers are like 55% of Catholics that not, not clergy, but Catholics um, believe that abortion should be legal. 64% uh, of black Protestants, 63% of non-evangelical whites, 55% of Muslims. Um, support access to abortion. Um, there's, there, there's, there are a ton of people out there that are are in support of abortion access. Um, and there's also there's like the Religious Coalition for Reproductive Freedom is actually a, a group of people that of religious communities that come together in order to speak out for abortion and to explain like the, why explain the complexities of abortion in religious terms so that people can understand that. No, it's not just the unborn child that has actually that actually matters more than just that matter. Um, so they're, they're, I'm I'm encouraged. It's, they're not as big, but I just want people to know that these things exist. And if especially in a place like Texas, you know, this may be something that can make inroads. I mean, if you could, your religion is such a huge force in Texas, you can't afford. I don't think you can afford to ignore it, which is something that a lot of Democrats do is tend to ignore the religious part of things. But if you you have to you have to court that community and and there there are people that believe reasonable things that are in religion like we said on this on this podcast before we don't we it's not religion we're not fighting a war we don't argue against religion we're not saying that religion is evil what we're saying is that hey 
you know, people have hijacked religion to, to turn it into something that it's not. And, and we need to take steps to claim it back. And religious coalition for reproductive choice is a good way of doing that. Um, anyway, I like that. I, I agree with you because I think we I've said that sometimes it sounds like we are against religion, but we're not. I'm all like, dude, awesome. You know, uh, my mother's religious. I personally just, you know, don't choose that lifestyle. So, uh, you know, that's just me. Um, but if that's your choice, like I think we've said this a million times. Awesome. That's great. I, where I have a problem is as them trying to forcibly push their religion on me and their values on me through policies, you know, in, in the United States government, which seems to be happening now more than ever. They uh, can be Christian. They just don't have the right to jam it down my throat. Absolutely. But that's not what's happening. What's happening is, I, oh, I just want to be clear. What's right no, 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 no. See, what's happening is a minority of the religious community is connected, has has connected, oh, and is writing no, the coattails no, of politicians. Oh no. oh, no. You're talking about 0.9% of all religions of what you just described. The other 99.9% are ardent, hardcore <laughs> no no you're ta- i'm talking about like no, 55 percent of, of people in these religious communities nationwide so maybe texas skews a little bit higher but it's not how <laughs> how high it's not 90 percent everything that i have said about christian is mainstream and i'm talking i would put money that is 90 percent of those christians believe this way and would not even if they even swayed they wouldn't say it out loud for fear of repercussions from the church Chuck. I, I, yeah, but what I'm telling you is that those numbers are not right, and I'm and people need to know that. People need to know that the, their their neighbors are sc- just scared to talk. That's probably like if you're going to church and you're not hearing these alter these these opposing viewpoints, and you're all you're hearing is this abortion is wrong propaganda. Then you need to know that the people beside you, out of every ten people, five of those people are thinking the way that you're, you're thinking. So you are the majority. You to succeed. You, you know, need to talk to people about it. You need to turn to the person on the pew to your left, to your right, and have that conversation. Because there are people in your church that believe that way, that believe that abortion is, that pro-choice is the way to be. Because it doesn't, like Christina said, it, it doesn't say in the Bible anything about abortion. That's not a thing in the Bible. That's a thing in people's heads, and people have mentally tied it to religion. So, so people... Pro, have that conversation and there are organizations there are communities out there that are religious that are pro-choice and that can help you not be alone sorry don i wasn't lecturing you <laughs> i was talking to our listeners go ahead i don't mind i was like i don't mind go ahead Chuck. i just fundamentally so, think you're wrong so about <laughs> wouldn't be the first time I'm, 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 I'm gonna throw it out there like this um, something like somewhere between 60 and 70% of Americans identify as Christian. Something okay. like... How many? What was it? What was it? Somewhere between 60 and 70%. I don't know the exact number, but it's about somewhere between 60 and 70%. About, about one third of Americans 
identify as Democrat, about one third of Americans identify as Republican with the rest identifying as moderate. Here's the thing about this. It is impossible with that many people identifying as Christian in this country to not have a significant amount of Democrats and a significant amount of independents identify as Christians. It's impossible. Um, so to some extent, I can agree with uh, what Chuck has said. I agree. It, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's almost impossible to not have a significant amount of pretty much every political party identify as Christian with that larger percentage of Americans identifying as Christian. I happen to not be one of them, but whatever. Um, <laughs> that being said, I think the community that you were talking about earlier, Donnie, there are actually a fair amount of Christian communities in New York that are like that, in the New York, New Jersey, Northeast area. And I think that there are a lot more uh, open, what we'll call open-minded, more liberal, more liberal-minded, let's call it more liberal-minded Christians in areas like New York, California, uh, Washington State, um, than there are in the South. But I also agree with the idea that there is in any organization a lot of people who feel uncomfortable when confronted with these ideas of abortion and don't speak up and don't speak up and go, well, I disagree with you. I don't think there's anything wrong with a woman getting an abortion. I don't think there's anything wrong with um, any number of issues or whatever. I think a lot of them are uncomfortable and I think do think part of it is the Democrats do have to do better. Maybe that's what they're messaging. That's how they get their messaging out better is connecting with their religious base because it's, 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 it's almost impossible. Are more Republicans religious than Democrats? I'm gonna guess 100% yes. But there's enough of a religious base within the Democrat party that they can, and within independence, that they could connect to and bring the rest of that organizations yeah. like the one that Chuck is talking to and make it and make it at least a little bit more acceptable to be a more liberal-minded Christian. I agree. I 100 everything you said. I was, you know, uh you're you're right. And I and I do have a little I think well, you would say like a hint of bias. No, a ton of bias. Because I grew up in a Hispanic community where the lock of religion, you know what I mean? So I just, I kind of come from where I feel like they have more power than what Chuck is talking about. And, and you know, where you don't see that. And, but, you know, luckily my uncle, you know, you know, so I, you know, hey, realize now that there are these small little sects but i mean as a whole uh yeah right uh 10 years ago that would have been unheard of 
and don't get me wrong, I a absolutely gay, a gay going to church. <laughs> but and I don't get me wrong, I absolutely understand. Not, not in places like Texas, I'm going to guess the evangelical right wing has and an outsized power in that area. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely, probably. As a matter of fact, all throughout the South, and I'd almost guess to some extent the Midwest. But at some point in time, we have to recognize that whether we admit it to ourselves or not, as, as pessimistic as I can be, the generation coming up after us is more liberal. The generation coming up after us is more exposed to the idea that things like socialized medicine are good or, or, or more exposed to the idea that we need to do better investing in education and telling the truth with history. The generation behind us is better and I with these ideas. And part of the problem is, is our generation and the generation above us, we're not as good, even those of us who would consider ourselves Democrat or liberal, are not as good as we need to be to mess to take advantage of the younger generation who can make this situation better. Who can? I think, we're not I as we're not will. as connected to them. I think we can, and I think we're some of us are trying, but we're failing in a lot of ways because they're looking at us and they're calling us hypocrites, and you can't really blame them. You can't really That's a tough one. You're right, though. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, and I think that, like us, you know, we have these conversations. Chuck raising his children. You know, these kids are good. You know, uh, nowadays, uh, and, and I've had this conversation before, uh, maybe, you know, when I was in the Marine Corps, I was a little homophobic. It took me years until I met someone that I was in the Marine Corps with, and he was gay. And I was just like, wow, I never knew, bro. Like, that's awesome. And changed my whole way of thinking. And, you know, and because I grew up where you didn't accept that. Like, it was a not macho culture. And, uh, you know, but we are leading that pathway. Uh, and me and you don't have kids. But hopefully one day, maybe I might, I don't know, or adopt one, take them out let, of that system. Let me be clear. I'm not having kids. Go ahead, Don. <laughs> You know what? There's a whole conversation about your your necessity to say that, Christina. Maybe we should talk about that one episode. Wrong necessity too. Just so we're clear. I'm not even gonna front. It was really. Don't worry. I'll send you my kids for the summer. Go visit. I have no problem with kids. Yeah. Why do you hate babies? I'm old school. I'm old school. I'm gonna be like. Go ahead, hit them if they get out of control. That, that's from the 80s. You go ahead, feel free, feel free to spank them. I don't, I don't, can I tell you, it's one of the things I am actually glad I got out of, both me and uh, my brother. Uh, I, I don't actually believe that teaching children that violence is wrong while hitting them is a good look, so. <laughs> yeah, that's where they learn about the hypocrisy way too early. Who wanted to at least be in their late teens, early 20s before they figure out the hypocrisy part of it. Yeah. So, um, but that, that, that is a, a personal thing. We, we won't get into the, the parents. <laughs> so I don't right. consider myself like I, every, every day I hear these guys, like, Oh, everyone's woke and woke. It's like, no, I'm just accepting those people. Like shit. If I was gay, I'd want you to have some respect for me too. You know, like treat me like mm -hmm. a human, you know, like, or, or, 
or whatever. I always put the, you know, I put myself in that position or, you know, with the abortion thing, I know I'm not a woman, but fuck, I wouldn't want someone telling me what to do with my body, what I can and cannot do. Like, uh, yep. If I had a little mini me growing out of my arm, that's, that's my choice. I mean, I might want to lock that thing off. That was, that was supposed to be a joke. I'm sorry, Don. Go ahead. Have you been growing that fly under your skin again? No, just, I'm just saying, man. Budding is good. Host. He's a host for some sort of organism. After you're done, we need to get into our safe rounds. No, you kind of lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. I know, man. You know, I like to do that. I like to do that to you. It's one of those bot flies that grows under the skin. <laughs> oh, don't. Oh, I'm just kidding. What, oh, okay. Yeah, let's go into your final thoughts. Sorry, right. we kind of went a little bit. No, we gross each other out. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll kick it off. Um, give you guys time to think. And then, Don, if you remember <laughs> what, if you Dude, I'm thinking about insects now. <laughs> uh, well, as long as you can tie it back to abortion oh, rights, <laughs> like the well, fruit wasp is. No, I'm just kidding. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, so, <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So, as usual, we covered a lot of ground. I think I think our conversation today was actually pretty concise. I mean, we spent yeah. most of it talking about the the Republicans and hypocrisy and all that stuff, right? Uh, so, um, I, I think the point, the, the realization that I'm starting to come to, and that I hope that if you're listening to this podcast, that you're also starting to come to is that the, the, the responsibility for fixing this mess is on us. It's on the people It's on us. The reason people keep getting reelected is because we keep voting for them or Conversely, not if you're voting. that type, yeah, if you're that not that I'm not political person, you're part of the problem. You're not voting either. So that's that's an issue. Of course, if you're that, then you're probably not listening to political podcasts. But um, but anyway, the point is we need to do better because the Democrats can't fix the Republican Party. I mean, the Democrats have enough a hard enough time figuring out how to do things, <laughs> how to get things done that they all agree on. They they can't also spend energy trying to fix the Republicans. And the Republicans aren't going to fix themselves. So the only people, the only, the, the only, if you take those groups out of the equation, the, all that's left is the American people. And we're the only people who, we're the only group that can do anything about it. And so we need to stop absconding from our, uh, or abdicating our authority. We need to step up to the plate. And we need to put in power people that we know are competent to do the job and people who we know have our interests at heart. And our interests don't, no matter what somebody tells you, if you don't pay attention to the past, you're going to, you're going to end up in a real big, you're going to have a real situation on your hands. I mean, if you think about it, science is the past. That's what science is. It's, it's figuring out, learning from your mistakes. And that's, that's what we need to do. We need to do more of that, not less of that. So that whole, like, forget the past we're going for, whatever that statement is that you said, Don, that needs to die uh, a very quick oh, that's death. the Republicans' new slogan, propaganda. Uh, to move forward, we need to stop looking back. And then they're attacking Donald Trump. I, I think Miss Christina and I talked about how Tucker Carlson is attacking Donald Trump now. Um, it, it's their propaganda slogan. Don't look back. 
to you know if we want to move forward we have to stop looking back and it's like crt it's the you know june january 6 it's the election that trump lost exactly and how are we how are we how how realistically can we make decisions about the future without considering the past you can't do that that's like lopping off a whole bunch of context right there you can't make decisions without knowing all the information that went into getting into the place where you have to make the decision in the first place like how do we get here how do we find ourselves in this really crappy situation that we need to get out of if you don't know that then all your decisions could look exactly the same as all the decisions that got us here in the first place it's ridiculous so any, I'm not I'm not gonna say too much about it, but uh, I'll I'll close with this. Um, no, we need to know what our history is, and we need to get more engaged. And I don't think it looks I, I, political engagement is part of it, but that's not where it stops. I think it starts with reaching out. I think it starts with our communities. I think it starts in your neighborhood. I think it starts in your church. I think it starts in your PTA. I think that's where the conversations need to happen. And then and you need to stand your ground when you get in those situations where somebody's fighting against you, and you know that you're in the right. And I'll, I'll drop it there, Don. No worries. Uh, I'll actually go right now, actually. Miss Christina, you can finish off. But uh, I agree with Chuck on all of those things. And yes, you're right. We as the people need to hold them accountable because, uh, you know, Republicans can get away with whatever they want. I remember Kathy Lee What's a Kathy Gifford, the comedian? Uh, she's a redheaded yep, comedian. Gifford, yeah. Gifford. Gifford? Yeah, yeah. I forget, you know, exactly what her name is. But she had a picture with uh, beheaded Donald Trump. And she got absolutely destroyed. And they came after her. But that Paul Gosar, you know, puts out a video murdering AOC and... And President Biden, and mums the word. Republicans are um, blindly, foolishly uh, feeding into this crazed hysteria of people hating each other. It's this culture war because. I think we've all said it. Uh, there is no platform, no policy uh, besides make the rich richer and the poor poor. Um, we have to hold them to account. It's so hard, you know, for me to even talk to you. You know, like, dude, I, you know, I could. These Republicans, they don't even want to hear anything. They, you know, they are. Uh, Uh, I, I, I'm lost for the word, but they, you know, it's just, oh, or, well, we were saying earlier how, you know, we do things right and that's just the way it should be. Um, and no, we're not doing things right. Um, if we keep ignoring it, it's bound to repeat itself. Uh, if you think January 6th was as bad as it's going to get, hell no, they're already planning more. You know, like, and if you think that's not true, like, you know, uh, I don't even know how to describe this new uh, political environment because it's more toxic than I've ever seen it. 
And uh, like Miss Christina said, God forbid you have a different idea than someone else because they literally want to kill you. You know, what happened to the days where we could have a conversation? And yes, maybe I don't believe exactly the way you do, but, um, you know, and, and a long time ago, Chuck and I, we had this conversation. I used to be optimistic. I used to be because I was like, man, we have to find middle ground. There is none. Bum, bum, bum. And that's what I'm going to finish with. There's nothing I can tell them because they don't want to listen. Uh, literally, their own party is calling them beta males and they're accepting it. And, you know, they want to attack us on a and, and, and it's going to be a religious war. For the soul of the nation. And I've already heard it multiple times. From smart people. I don't know. I heard it twice this week. And my buddy said, yeah, right. You know, like my religion. My religion. And both Republican. And I'm just like, dude. <laughs> no policy, no anything. I thought your religion was the religion of, you know helping you know the less fortunate and, and, and it breaks my heart like and it's so scary to think that we're on that cusp of um i don't know i don't know i could go off on a tangent but i'll just leave it at that it, it's scary we do have to get out there we have to be that difference like chuck said and we have to get people to vote um I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That was it. Sorry. Uh, I'll let you guys go. Let's get you that. So. I'm dark and ominous. I. Hmm, part of it is. I have. And me, me and Chuck talked about this. Uh, when you had to click on. Click on. Um. But I'm going to say this. This is the America I grew up with. I'm not shocked that we're having problems with the evangelical Christians. I grew up in a very conservative Christian household. I'm, I'm not, I, I, I'm not surprised about any of this. Um, I grew up in an area where it was, uh, and in a way that was made very apparent to me, being a minority, being a woman, that it was never, it's never been important in this country for someone like me to succeed. I'm an afterthought in every law and every whatever. I, I'm not confused about that. And the problem is spending I think the problem is, is part of what the Republicans are doing is creating enough chaos and around the the other people the gay people the Christ, the the non-christians the minorities the immigrants 
that they are not required to do anything. They are not required to make any substantive changes. And part of the way that they're doing it is by saying something simple like, it's the American way support and back up white evangelical Christians, especially men. And it is the American way. It has been the American way forever. And part of that is those of us who don't believe that, who believe that this country needs to start working for everybody who lives here. I agree with Chuck. We need to start showing up. We need to start showing up to elections. We need to end this idea that the way we've been doing things is exceptional and wonderful. And um, we need to get rid of it. We need to get rid. I'm not saying get rid of everything that's working, but we need to get rid of a lot of stuff. And we need, the only way we're going to do that is start showing up. The only way we do that is, is start actually making inroads into voting rights by creating uh, holidays, by making, I'll be honest with you, you want to protest something, get in, get out, get in Capitol Hill and protest until they make election day a holiday. It shouldn't even be a question. But That's true. Participate in order for those things to happen. We have to participate if we expect changes that don't restrict women's health care based on other people's religious beliefs. We have to participate if we plan on doing better with financing of educational systems. Um, we, we, we have to participate. And if we are not willing to participate, we are not going to see change. It's, and it's a little dire and I know a little pessimistic how I view it, but it's the truth. If we don't participate, we are not going to see change. It is not going to miraculously happen. And political figures are not going to have the power to push for change if we don't back them up by showing up. It's dire. Let me tell you why. All these new Republicans, your Boberts, your Marjorie Taylor Greens, your uh, Hawthorns, your, uh, you know, it, 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 it's insane. Uh, they're saying that Dems are attacking male masculinity. When? I've never seen that. And I'm a male masculine Democrat. Like, yes, you're right, ma'am. Because if we don't act now. Sorry, go ahead. No, but it's the truth. We need to start showing up. We've got to start showing up. We've got to start. We've got to start. We we can't hold politicians accountable if we don't show up. Period. Amen. I agree. Thank you, man. Always inspirational. I, and you're right. I didn't hear that part where you were, man, that was deep. Like, man. You're I, yeah, right. I'm always shocked. You're, you're, you're a minority woman, you know. <laughs> But like, let's be real. We're all minorities here, right? Like, let's be real. Did, did anybody think growing up that this this country was really made for your success? I might be a majority pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Latinos. Keep, keep working on it, man. Keep working on it. But also talk to your friends about their conservative leanings. <laughs> it, it, that dude, that's male masculinity, Republican Christianity. Uh, that's... Dude, sad to say this, but um, the ones that do vote, 
think that the Democratic Party is a pussy party. Ugh. Sorry First, to say stop it. Stop insulting people by name calling them a slur for a female. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, okay. I know what you're saying. I'm just saying it's problematic. Can we can we fix that? that? Yeah, exactly. That, that is even a a a, a, a thing. Let's yeah. hey, hey Don. So the tough let's, guy. Let's thing let's to get do us out. <laughs> let's get let's 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 end the podcast, and then if you guys can stick around for a couple of minutes, we got some. Uh, I, I like to chat about some things. Sure, yes, sure. of course. All right. All right, guys. Thank you very much. I know we hit a bunch of points here and there. Um, there are multiple branches of religion, and a lot of. You know, it, this newer thing that is all inclusive, which I see as awesome, uh, because I think if Jesus were here, <laughs> he would be down there with the homeless and the gay and LGBTQ community because everyone attacks them and they're always hurting. You know, I don't understand why we have to attack each other. You know, we're the United States of America, we should all come together. I don't care race nationality if you get here well you know what you made it <laughs> and i think we should go back to oh i don't know when we were ever there but the idea in my head when i was a little kid of this was the greatest you know country in the world lady liberty you know send us your <laughs> you're sick you're poor you know and, and i don't know when we uh, strayed away from that and maybe I've never even seen that. It's just a fantasy in my uh, little kid head. But I want to be back to where we were. So thank you guys very much. We are but really. Miss Christina, always a pleasure. Chuck. Bye-bye, uh, <laughs> 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 guys. Bye. All right. I think that's enough of a gap to be able to find. Um, so I was thinking about uh, a couple of things. One is that thing that you were saying, uh, Christina, about the uh, the terminology thing. I think that's something that, like, as as society, we don't really think about that, and not not just that, like that that phrase necessarily, but the pe people have been like, we generally get hung up on some people on the left, we get hung up in terminology, and a lot of people on the right don't really understand why. And I, so I, I kind of feel like that's worth talking about, like why, like I, I explaining in a way that people on the right could possibly understand why these words matter so much. I feel like we could probably do that, like spend some time digging into that maybe next week or something. Um, what like do you guys that. think? I like that idea. Okay. And like the other thing I was, the other thing I was thinking was, um, but really doesn't really say anything about what we do <laughs> as a name. So uh, I was thinking maybe it's time, maybe it's time we've been doing this for a year. Now we kind of have a rhythm, kind of have a, a flow. What do, do you want to call it? Well, I don't know. That's what I was asking you about. Uh, but I don't think it's but really. I think we need to. We, I think we need to rebrand, and I also think that we need to uh, have more structure. Like I like that we have saved rounds. I think that's awesome. I also wish that we had like a segment that was just like pos a positivity segment. Like right, maybe right after save rounds or right right after save rounds, where we where we throw out some options. Like, hey, if you're related to the to the episode, like if you uh, want to learn more about this, then you can go here. If you here, what's a what's a good like 
community, a good national or local community that we've actually verified is legit that, that we can share with people and say, Hey, if you're looking to get more active, here's the next action. Here's the action you can take, reach out to these people. They have a local chapter, reach out to their local, you know, do, do, do that sort of thing like at the end, maybe, maybe twice, maybe at the beginning and at the end. Yeah, like we could talk about like which news agencies are probably the best ones to listen to if you want to get a little bit more variety. Um, which, if if we're talking about abortion, for instance, like what what are what? How do you get in touch? How do you take that next step? Like we're talking about problems for the majority of this. I, I still kind of feel like we need to offer some solutions. I think you mean like just have a segment where we just like maybe run down some of the some resources for like like. The group you were talking about, the um, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. not not a segment dedicated, but like a oh, you mean a segment in an episode? Yeah, and yeah, no, exactly. No, 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 no. I'm talking about just like uh, like since you brought them up during uh the podcast, maybe something like where we tell people, you know, you can go online, um, we'll post their website, you can take a look at them, get involved with some of their activities, blah blah blah, something like that at the end of an episode or something. At the, yeah, at the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. At the at the end, maybe at the beginning too, just to kind of plug a little bit. Well, at the beginning we kind of have that, hey, how's the weather bit? Maybe we can change maybe if we're more intentional with that, maybe we can change it to I don't know. I don't have an idea there, but I, but I do think I would like to like be the, my, my concern is that negativity is exhausting and mm. there are a bunch of problems, but if we don't start offering solutions also that people aren't going to, people don't have time to even understand the problems. They're not going to have time to research the solutions. So maybe we can provide a couple of solutions and, the, and that way we can actually, you know, move people in a direction as opposed to just complaining. Like move the needle a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We need... Um, did you hear that? Yeah, he said, sorry, Chris, Miss Christina, go ahead, but Don, you're real, like, tinny right now. I can uh, you're very low, though. Yeah, but why don't you finish up, Christina, with what you were saying, and then... I, I no, I agree. I'm I'm game for that. I say we can um I say we can um maybe pull, uh throw out some some ideas for but what are we talking of just so we un, just so I understand the parameters of it, what are we talking about as far as um getting people involved in activities? Or we're going we're going with solution based activities for um, things that we're talking about. Well, the, I think ideally what it would be is if we had if there was context specific. So if people were like uh, if we were talking about abortion rights, for instance, then we would have a way for them to reach out. Like, kind of, have you ever seen Samantha B? Probably not. Oh yeah. Um, well, she's got at the end of every all of her episodes, she's got like, hey, you can reach out to these guys to do this, whatever it is that we were talking about in the episode. They can they can help you 
uh, if you want to lean in and kind of you know have your voice heard then here's what you can do you can go out and get a samantha b t-shirt for just an example but okay. not saying we need t-shirts but okay i'm here for that i think that's great can you hear me yeah, yeah. There you okay, go. sorry. I re I don't know. There might be a storm rolling in, but uh, I figured w we can open. Um, you know how we like. What do you want to talk about? What do you, you know? So we could eat. You know, I'll. Hey, I want to talk about this. This. This is how I'm feeling. Chuck, you too. And then we can kind of go into our roundtable, like we do when we uh, start conversating. The weird thing is, Chuck. Sometimes we go off into weird little. <laughs> Yeah, Where and I that's know how to, you know, have a uh, hey, look into this, or at the end of the show, we'll add yeah. links. We'll add links to websites or whatnot. Um, there could be no activities they can do. I even think like letting them know books they can read and uh, oh, for sure, like, find more information. Activities, books, uh, organizations. I'm I'm kind of partial to organizations, but I think activities is probably the best. I just don't think there's going to be activities like all year round that are re relevant to whatever topic we're going to have. Um, but that's not saying we shouldn't do it. I mean, it'll be a, maybe even just a links page. Hey guys, you know, I know we hit a lot of topics, but we have, you know, added these and these links, you know, to our. Um, you know, on our page, that way you can go back and say, hey, episode 16, and, you know, we can, there are these, you know, few things, uh, because, of course, I don't know what kind of activities will be linked to everything, but uh, easily enough, we can do... Like, even something so simple as you telling them, um, maybe... I read this, or watch this. Church yeah. has a, a website. Um, oh, yeah something like that that maybe there's a, 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 a gay christian in texas who's looking for a church community that's not going to ostracize them something so simple as that and to be honest with you as bad as it is in texas you, you know the hispanic community he might not even be out right well you know he might be my friend and i don't even know it <laughs> yeah so, right. yeah, I mean, that would be cool. I don't mind any of that. I mean, yeah, little links to, like, hey, guys. Or, or you know how you post everything on our, or whatever, you're like, I'll add this link. And, or yeah, my yeah, I do that sometimes, yeah. So, well, I don't uh, know what name just so we're clear. I'll try. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> and no then, well, I mean, I'm going to have to, you know I watch a lot of Fox News, so. I have to throw that side. We have to be equal, bro. But do we? Do we really? I'm sorry. We do, bro. We can't be like them because that's just like them with CTR. They don't want to teach that side. Well, they have to see. Can I tell you, I have a friend right now whose father is staying with her who is a like diehard Trump Republican. And she has, it, it has taken all the energy in her body not to strengthen her own I'm just saying. It's insanity. But hopefully they will implode on themselves. Oh, God, we can hope. But I don't feel like they're going to implode. 
I feel like the Tea Party blossoms into Trump Republicans. And yep. I don't want to see what Trump Republicans blossom into. I'm, ter- yep. I'm terrified right now. Yeah. So am and, I. So yeah, am I. Cultural revolution in China really terrifies me because, I mean, the United States, like, part of me is like, the United States is really, really big. There's no way that, that really bad things could happen at this scale. And then I think about the cultural revolution, and I'm like, oh, wait, it can. <laughs> uh, so. it, it, can. It, it can, and it's doing it fast. I mean, when have you ever seen it be okay to threaten the other party or blow up or have a. You know, all these different ladies, your Marjorie Taylors, your Boberts, uh, you have uh, that Holly guy and uh, Hawthorne who's in a wheelchair, you know, already saying, we might have to go to arms. Yep. All right. So uh, I want to rebrand with uh, something that's more out just throw it, think about some ideas about naming. And we'll, what I'd like to do is do a whole like rebrand like stop but really and just rebrand as something else and then have a designate an actual format that we go through um, for that one instead of you know, maybe stay a little bit more on topic and, and have a, give a little uh, predefined like or, or do a little forethought before the topics um, to what we think not not just what's in the news but more along the lines of what moves what can we how can we leverage what's in the news to move to generate change in a positive direction and okay. that's what the topic should be. Okay. Okay. Alright. Alright. Yeah, that's all I got. Anybody you guys got anything else? Nope. Alright. Well, thanks. See ya. Alright. See ya. Take it easy guys.